Hey guys, welcome to the Masters in Motion podcast. Join us as we jump into the world of CrossFit and celebrate the strength, resilience, and determination of Masters athletes. I'm Jason Grubb, and I am here with Rick Stevenson and Mr. Patrick Barber, who is kind enough to join us tonight. How are you, Pat? I'm fantastic, man. Just uh, relaxing, stoked to be on the podcast. Thanks, man. A true OG. Uh, I think certainly needs no introduction <laughs> if you're if you're one of those that are fortunate enough to be watching, you recognize his face. Uh, Pat, thank you again for spending some time with us tonight. Uh, you know, go back with us and let us know how many years have you been, when did you first discover uh, CrossFit? Because when we say OG, <laughs> we mean OG. Yeah, uh, I started in 2004. Uh, I, I was I was in high school. I was like 18 years old and I... Uh, I, my old English teacher uh, was Tony Budding, who is the original director of media for CrossFit. And my old pottery teacher in middle school was Nicole Carroll, who's now the director of training, or I think she's the director of culture. Right now. But uh, so those those were were uh, the the founders, uh, or they they brought it to they found it and brought it up to the high school that they were teaching at, and uh, they made me do it because I was on the volleyball team, and that's why they brought it up there and. I've kind of been doing it ever since. Had the the occasional hiatus here and there, but it's become my whole life. That's fantastic. Okay, so you could honestly say maybe you were one of the first CrossFit teens. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was definitely teen, teen programs. Definitely one of the younger ones. There was yeah. there in that time. I think the uh, Brand X guys were getting started pretty early on too. Yeah. Uh, and then there was also, you know, I was one of many in that class. So there was a bunch of teens there. My little brother was in it too, and he's a few years younger than me. So I was I was one of the younger ones, but uh, definitely definitely one of the first. And and you are still in Santa Cruz, that's correct. So I don't still in coast. still in Santa Cruz. I've Santa I've, I've Cruz. traveled away from Santa Cruz a few times, but I I I, right. I reside here Good. permanently now. Excellent. Well, again, thank you for spending some time. Uh, certainly want to get into your journey, the path you've taken. Uh, and some thoughts going forward, but uh, Jason, for sure, yeah, yeah, man. I have I've always wondered, like, um, as as an OG. So we we were just talking prior to the podcast that I met you almost ten years ago when I snuck into the L two at the time. I mean, to be fair, and you probably picked up on it immediately. You, although you may not remember, but I had about uh, you're supposed to have a certain amount of coaching experience and. I had about three months of coaching experience, maybe running my gym. <laughs> and, you know, the L2 was coming through. I was like, there is just not many opportunities where I can just do this and not travel somewhere. So yeah. I, I was honest on my application, still got in, but I was so nervous, just went in there. And, um, you know, my first experience with you is that you were like probably one of the strongest human beings I'd ever met at the time. <laughs> and <laughs> that didn't come out right of all time, of all time. Okay. Of all time. <laughs> He's going to quickly disconnect. From um, also. Yeah. Yeah. Oopsies. Uh, and then um, you we proceeded to um, make the L2 experience. Um, it's incredibly enjoyable. It's a, it's a nerve wracking search to get because there's a lot of hands on you. You as the participant have to coach in front of other people, you've got to run little small groups and teach people how to air squat, overhead squat, all the things. Um, and everyone's nervous. And what you do as a feedback mechanism is first you laugh at everyone. You just, or this was it at the time. Like I remember looking over, you're rolling on the ground laughing and then <laughs> providing very effective feedback. Um, but it was it was just such a nice experience. Like, okay, well, he laughed at that guy. He's totally gonna laugh at me. And then you laugh at the next guy because we are all terrible at first, and we get better, <laughs> right? But, um, so I guess with that, um, tell us a bit of, about. And I know you've shared this story a lot of times, but our audience maybe doesn't know how you go from a teenager, OG, you know, in two thousand four to um, working for CrossFit and being part of the team there since. Gosh, I mean, essentially the beginning. So tell us a little bit about that timeline. I, I find it absolutely fascinating. Sure. 
Yeah. So I, 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 like I said, the, they brought it up and I was just training and doing CrossFit. They brought it up to the school. I thought it was a fantastic experience. Like I saw it as a game. Like I hated working out and this didn't feel like working out. This felt like playing. It felt like a competition, which it, it is, you know, like at its very heart, you know, you've got yeah. this idea that you can compete against yourself or you can compete against other people. Um, and that made it very fun for me and appealing for me. And there was nothing stale about it. And it made sense. It was like, if you're more capable, you move faster, you know, whereas I felt like uh, the pursuit of normal gyms at the time was not, there was no fun in it. It was like, can I look a certain way by the activities that I'm doing? And I, I just, I didn't appreciate that approach. And I never, never wanted to be in the gym bodybuilding. I was like, I don't care, man. Like I want to be good at sport. And this felt like a sport. So I got into it then. Um, and uh, I did not know how to manage my own thresholds and I didn't know how to move super well. Right. And I just you know, threw down and nearly vomited every single time I trained, if not did vomit, like every single oh. time I trained. Um, and it was just kind of, I spent a lot of time doing it. I graduated and I went off to college and they, when I went to the weight room in college, they were like, what is this CrossFit stuff? And I was like, no, check it out. And they're like, you can't do that in here. And I was like, fine, whatever. And so then I, Moved back home to, to Santa Cruz after being at college for, I actually was only down in LA for just like eight months, nine months. I hated it. Um, yeah. And started going to a local community college, went back to across at Santa Cruz. And um, I, I couldn't really afford classes very much, but my old teachers were teaching there. Uh, and they said I could come and pay five bucks a class. And I was like, in. Five Done. bucks a class, I'll Done. do it. So I, <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would take my tip money from working at the local restaurants and going and and uh, take classes like five days a week. And at one point in time, I quit my job working room service and I was driving by the gym and I hadn't stopped by for a while. And, and Tony was there doing a really horrible workout. Uh, specifically, he was doing a workout Carabelle, uh, Karen Isabel combo uh, put together. It was the, oh. you've got, you know, Karen with a 150 wall ball and then Isabel being the 30 snatches. So I think yeah. it was three snatches, 10 wall ball for, was that five rounds, 15 rounds, whatever, whatever the math is there wow. to make yeah. it. It was like, it was, and I was a small guy at the time and 135 on the snatch was yep. probably my like one rep max. And he's like, yeah, jump in with me. And so I'm doing, I just get <laughs> dominated. Totally. Right. Um, but he's like, I told him I'd quit my job and he's like, Hey, do you want to, do you want to edit some video with us? And I was like, I have no idea how to edit video, but I'm happy to learn. And so he sat me down in front of an old MacBook with uh, Final Cut 7, uh, the demo version. And he's like, Here, here's a blade tool. Here's like some other basic things. And he's like, let's, this is a video of Annie doing a clean from the front, one from the side. Can you sync these two up and make a small clip? I spent like 10 hours making maybe a <laughs> 17 second clip, you know, and it was still bad. And uh, yeah. And at the end of that, I knew some basic editing skills. And, and so I would come over and I would edit some content that he had from seminars and lectures. Uh, and then he started asking me if I, I wanted to fly to the seminars and um, film the seminars uh, because they needed somebody to hold the camera while he went off and taught. So like, sure. So he's like, we can't really pay you, but we can bring you to the seminars. I was like, sure, that sounds great. I, I'm like a single dude. And it doesn't matter. So I like flew around the country and went and witnessed all these amazing seminars um, and wow. did that over and over again uh, until eventually I was like, guys, this is awesome stuff. Can I coach? Uh, and they're like, mm, sure. So I started coaching a little bit at a, the local gym. Um, and then the Cross at Santa Cruz, the original one split into many uh, separate gyms. Uh, and so it went from Cross at Santa Cruz being the only one to Cross at North Santa Cruz, Cross at Santa Cruz Central, Cross at Santa Cruz, and Cross at West Santa Cruz. Uh, and I went and stuck with Cross at Santa Cruz, the original, uh, which got given to Hollis and Danielle Malloy, along yep. with uh, yep. Mally Amundsen. So Greg Amundsen, one of the original yep. Fire Breathers, yep. his wife at the time was Mally Amundsen. And she like, they got the name. Um, and so I went with them cause they needed new coaches and I started coaching. I opened up a three o'clock class, uh, and tried to fill it and I started coaching there and slowly my, my way into more and more classes. I was still filming seminars. I got decent at coaching. I asked to be on staff. I did a trial by fire, took the old level two, which now gives me my level four. Cause I passed that back then. And 
Um, yeah. Ended up working for seminar staff, started traveling around the country, started traveling around the world. Uh, the games came around in 2008, uh, 2007. Seven, uh, but 2007, I wasn't competing. I was just like, I saw that they posted the flyer and I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do that. And uh, the I was flyer. like, nah. The yeah, they, uh, yeah, the the single flyer in Santa Cruz of come compete. And I was like, <laughs> hell no, I'm not going. But this is fitness festival baloney. So uh, I didn't go. And then in 2008 was the first kind of like hyped up year where people had mm -hmm. like games profiles. And I was like I was in charge of building all the profiles and um, editing a bunch of content. And I was like, and the Savan, that was the year he decided to come and make the movie, uh, which was Every Second Counts. And uh, they were like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, Tony, can I compete? And he's like, sure, man. Uh, you're not going to do super well, but, but you can compete. And I was like, thanks. And, uh, so Dave and Tony actually both were like, dude, you won't finish top 30. And I was like, I appreciate you guys for your support. Um, and so I went and competed in 2008, uh, ended up placing fourth that year. So I did better than they were expecting. Ah. Um, and there you go. That started kind of my like competition career. Uh, competed in 2008, 9, 10, 11, um, missed qualifying in 12 and 13, uh, and then competed 2014 and 15 as teams. Um, wow. And in that time, I was also running gyms. I moved to New Zealand. I met my wife. I, I ran multiple companies. I worked for, again, Faster, the equipment company for years. Like I've kind of done it all while simultaneously teaching level ones and level twos. Yeah. Uh, and then I, in 2015, I started the first affiliate programming company, which is called Warm Up and Workout, which you, Jason, were uh, a member of for a while, which was awesome. Sure I, got to, I, I got to stop by yep. your gym and say hi and do that whole thing. Um, yep. But loved it. It was it was great. My wife's a brilliant woman. She wrote all that amazing stuff, and I just got to dance around in videos and help coaches. Um, <laughs> and then eh, I've done the whole spectrum, and, and now I we have. Four kids, four sons. I live in the mountains of Santa Cruz and I work for best hour of their day. And I basically make affiliate ownership really profitable and fun and help coaches get be better coaches. I know you said brief. It's a heck but, of a career. Yeah. But yeah. That, that, no, that's yeah. it. That's just brief. That was brief. I know. I know there's a lot of details in there. You glossed over everything. Yeah. That's the Cliff's Notes version of the last, what, 20 years? Is that about where yeah. we're at, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's about 20 years now, sure. man. Yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Uh, so it's a huge history. Now, um, you, you know, I have I have been a, a fan of yours, um, you know, certainly since I met you uh, doing my L2. And then, uh, like you mentioned, um, when you guys released Warm Up and Work Out, I was like, ah, that was a that's a good idea. And I, <laughs> um, you know, immediately subscribed. And I was annoyed because I was like, this is so this is such a good um, whenever someone else has a good idea, I'm, I'm, I was jealous but we love the programming as a gym and subscribed for a long time. Yeah. Um, so I, I admired that move as well. And your ability to get in front of a camera, do demo movements. And if, I think you had a lot of outtakes. I remember like, I mean, you just, you had, I think a corner in your basement painted with warm up and work out. Cause it was only this one spot yeah. where the camera was. I was imagining it was the cleanest spot in that entire room. The rest of the room had to be chaos. I imagine. <laughs> um, yeah. But that, that spot was good. And, um, you know, I, I, I kept following you and the, what you would post online sort of sort of changed over time. And over the last nine years that I've, I've been in orbit, um, you've shared a lot of personal work online. Um, I've yeah. seen you make a lot of knives. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> you, you've forged a lot of things. I've also seen you share a lot about being a father. Um, I was wondering if you could share about where, where your passion in sharing the public with the public, you know, we only share certain parts of our life, but you know, why have you chosen to share that? And what's a, what's that about for you? What, you know, I, I'm going to leave that as, right. as open-ended as, as that for now. Sure. Yeah. I, I think I, I, I'm not a big fan of social media and I've become more and more jaded towards the whole process for, you know, over the years. And when I, when it first came around, I remember we were running, I was running NorCal CrossFit and we all, you know, uh, Paul Gomez from Progenics came in. He's like, Hey, there's this Instagram thing. You guys should set up accounts. I'm like, why? Like who, why would I set up a, an Instagram account? Like, like it wasn't a thing. I was like, I've got Facebook. Why would I need this? And I was like, what do you mean? You just post yeah. pictures. You post pictures. Who gives a shit about your pictures? 
So like I, I, we, yep. I, I set up this Instagram account and uh, I posted some pictures and then just because of all the attention in the CrossFit space and we had this kind of hub of like athletes, people were interested. So they, they followed you, you know, and they, they yep. like, and so for me, I was like, I, I didn't see it as anything other than like, this is a forward facing journal. It's more just like, this is what I'm doing in my life. I'll post this here. Right. Yeah. The same Con way you would connect that say, way. yeah, to the, like, like Facebook, it was just like, yeah, this is what I'm doing. Um, and over the years, you know, like I became, I was sponsored for things and sponsorships would be like, Hey, can you post on here? And I'm like, sure, no problem. And I, I had always been in front of the camera doing demo work. And I, I just had a lot of time working with the camera. So, um, but I never really understood the game of social media and I never really wanted to, like, I never really wanted to like, let's play the game. Let's like, here's my niche. I'm going to dig into this and I make all these posts and I'm going to be controversial. Like I, I had a very brief foray into like actually having dialogue on social, like really early on in the YouTube days. Like when, when YouTube first came around and I was, I was, uh, like, back when the 300 movie came out, you yep. know, there was a 300 workout and some uh, CrossFit Dallas, Texas, which was or CrossFit Dallas central, which is Jeremy Teal's gym, which actually still exists. Yep. He, he posted this like 300 workout and everybody in the video moved like garbage and everybody in the video, it was just total bros. And I was like, you know, I came on thinking I was well-intentioned. I was like, Hey, I'm from CrossFit Santa Cruz. You guys need to go a little deeper in your pushups. You need to blah, blah, blah. But my God, did I get just reamed, like just F you, who do you think you are? You blah, blah, blah. And so like over the years, like I, you, you try to like voice things online and then people are just turd burglars. So very early on, I was like, yeah. I don't really care about this. Like this doesn't matter to me and I don't like it very much. I don't like how it feels. Like I don't like this world, but I do like, I do like talking and sharing and disagreeing with people and having conversation happen. So my my social media has always been, you know, it's just been my thoughts. It's just been like, you know, there's been times where for business, I like for warm up and workout, I had to really dig in to try to be relevant. And I hated those times. Like I hated mm -hmm. the attempt yeah. and the necessity to like play this part or like to say these things and to have these conversations. Like it's, it's not real life. It's really boring. I don't like it. Um, yeah. And, and the only thing, and one of the, like, I can speak on CrossFit forever. Like you want to, you want to talk to me about CrossFit? Like for sure, man. Like I'm happy to go toe to toe. Like I'll, I'd happily go on Joe Rogan and debate him. I'd happily go chat with whoever and just be like, whatever. Like, yeah, this is why we do this. This is, this isn't this. I'm very confident with that, but I don't feel the need to defend it. I don't feel the need to be like, put stuff out there and being like, Fuck all, yeah, nah. like the only reason I would do that would be because it would be, yeah positive for a business thing I was doing. Um, yeah. but the two places that I do feel like I can contribute in the social media space is one is this idea of coaching development of like setting an example for coaches. Um, I think that when people see an example of what's possible as a coach, they're more likely to be better. And so when we, when I started working with best hour of their day, like I, I'm, I'm organically filming a lot of this content for our behind the paywall, uh, the knowledge. And so a lot of that's going to make it onto social media. Um, but there's no like orchestrated social push because I, I don't, I don't want to do that. Um, right. and then, and then the other part is like, I'm a father of four boys and I have no idea what I'm doing, but I really think being very intentional with fatherhood is super important. Mm -hmm. And like actually thinking about what we're doing and having conversations and, like I said, I'm like so jaded by social media, but I could either sit and complain about how terrible social media is, or I could post stuff that I believe in and have an open line of conversation with people who might disagree with me. And right. so not in an attempt to like be controversial, I want to have conversations on fatherhood. So I started a small account called, uh, the father's guild, which was, which was my, like, mm. this is a group of people who want to come together and. And, and here's my thoughts on fatherhood. I'd love to have a discussion. And that was my other avenue of like self-expression. And I, I, again, I see it like I see the other ones more of like as a creative, uh, yeah. like an avenue of a, a forward facing journal. Um, and, and I don't know how to be anything other than me 
So like, I don't really see a need to be, let me tell you a story. It's like more like, let, <laughs> this is what I'm thinking about right now. Happy to have the conversation if anyone wants to have it. And the things that, the things that I've, I see these timestamps throughout the year and I, the way you talk about it as a, as a public facing journal, um, I, I clearly see that. And I, and I remember moments um, in your timeline along the way. Like I remember that, I remember when you decided you're going bald. I remember yeah. that conversation because you made it public, right? You're yeah. like, guys, look, I mean, I think you turned around, you know, because like, your hair used to be just boom, you know, just yeah. crazy. Like it, it was the Pat Barber, like crazy Santa Cruz guy hair, right? And then yeah. you decided, like, guys, I can't pretend anymore. I'm going bald. And then you <laughs> shaved your head. Like that was the next thing. You know, that, that stands out, like this level of transparency, uh, and humility, like I'm, I'm just going to show this to the world. Right. I'm not hiding anymore. Like it's, there's, and it would, I wasn't really hiding, but now it's just glaringly. So I'm just going to shave my head. You know, I think about that. I think about, um, you know, we just bought a house on three acres because we have a ten-year-old and a six-year-old boy, and they love. We want to give them the experience of like go, go, chop down trees. Like we literally bought a cha- a Dewalt battery operated chainsaw like a 20 volt chainsaw 12 inch yeah. so my 10 year old could go berserk and he is he's created more firewood in the last like three days like we're good in fact he was really concerned the firewood was going to get rained on and it is so i ordered a tarp on amazon it's coming tomorrow so we can cover his <laughs> firewood stash my other son my six-year-old built the fire pit and we had a huge bonfire the other night because we have land and we can do that and i'll tell you that you planted that seed for me because I watched how you, what you've shared with the public about living on some land in Santa Cruz and you're constantly renovating and building things and like, and, and doing adventurous things with your boys. And that inspired me to settle down after traveling in an RV for two years, which I know you have some experience with that too. Um, but yeah, we were like, let's find a place. Let's get land and let our boys be boys. Um, and so just wanted to share that feedback with you that you've influenced me along the way yeah, and man. given me the ability to be like, okay, yeah, let's let our boys go out there and do dangerous things. That's what well, they're, that's awesome. they're kind of built to do that. Yeah. You know? well, <laughs> it's scary. I'm like, dude, well, Henry, don't chop off your leg, bro. Just <laughs> chainsaws are dangerous. He's also, not only we have a chainsaw, we also bought a four pound ax so that he can chop the wood, which he also does. And absolutely, your little brother. Go ahead. Absolutely. No, all that, I, all I was gonna say yeah. is is like is like I I I, uh, I people have said similar things. Like I I appreciate like you being vulnerable on here. And and the truth is like I I don't feel it's very vulnerable. Like I I if I had something to hide, like I would hide it. You know, like I but I I don't right. really like this for me. And what's funny to me too is my life is significantly more interesting than the stuff I share on social media. Like my, my like the the nuance of my life is is really profound. Like I I am fascinated and just every day like that I show maybe one hundredth of the 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 projects that I'm doing. Like it's it's just like yeah. I just I can't be I can't like I am. Ad- I admire someone like you who can like really dig in and, and ha- is, is making this push it, filming what they're doing and, and, and getting after it. And like that social, like, I, I think if I had the psychological capacity to do so, I'd probably share like that. I just, I just can't be effed, you know, like I'm like, and, and I, yeah. I think I'm like, I genuinely think I'm a hundred times more interesting than I've ever put out there. <laughs> like, and people are like, wow, you let them do this. I'm like, wow. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the thousands of things, but like, I mean, I'm not gonna yeah. sit around and film and edit video the same way. I mean, like, look at this gym, like, look at, look at how nice this gym is. It's, it's silly. Nice. I film nothing yes. in here, like nothing for, for like, I, I've set up all these lights. I'm doing, it's all just like for myself. Um, but I, I don't know. I, yes. I, I want to, I want to be clear that I, I don't, I don't dislike people who do it. It's just like, for me, sure. Like it's, I, I admire someone like you who's getting after it and like putting stuff out there. And like, yeah. I think it'd be really fun to do sometime, but I don't have the work ethic to do it yet. It's, it's not, it's not made its <laughs> way into my, even this, like this father's guild thing, like that I've, I've had some yep. limited success in it. Like I've had a bunch of posts 
go relatively viral recently and it's got this huge following from you know what i wasn't expecting and it's constantly growing but i'm like i don't want to yeah. like i haven't posted in a week because i i don't feel like it and i, yeah. I don't want to like yeah. i don't I, yeah. I want it to be yeah. real if i'm gonna you know mm -hmm. you don't have a google calendar with all of your posting obligations on it uh, I mean, no yeah, man i i don't Let's pull it together but that's uh, also and, why I don't yes. get a, a a nice sauna sent my way, and I. I this so is true. I, I, this is true. There's <laughs> there's things. There's it, there's trade offs, and and honestly, that's a we talk about that like work life balance trade off, um, because that is part of that is part of my work. Um, it is, and yeah, it is it is what it is. You know, doing a podcast on a Tuesday night is part of what we do. You know, even if I'm building a sauna until six fifty nine p.m. and I run inside. Because I gotta get, we gotta get going. Um, things happen. Um, Rick, yes, we've been having this this, this dialogue here, man. I want to no, give you some no, breathing no, no, room no, no, here. No. Pat, following up on what you said, how has the um, because you're just out there and you know not hiding anything, but just doing what you think feels right? How has that feedback been? Um, given that kind of that, uh, I don't want to call it a wall, but that uh, maybe dislike for the route of social media or maybe the way it's going has, yeah. has the feedback because you, you've said, Hey, this is, I'm being honest, transparent. Has that? Yeah. I mean, know, it's, has... it's overwhelmingly positive. It's, okay. it's over. I mean, overwhelmingly positive. Like in terms of the, the people who are like, I, I, there's definitely, especially when you, something goes viral, like I've had a few posts go viral, you'll get negative idiots. Right. And well, you're like, that's again, they, that's the landscape. I think. That's the landscape, right? And 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 so I'm not deeply offended by somebody who makes a comment on my public post and says mm -hmm. I'm a terrible person because it's like that's clearly you hurting more than it's me hurting. And right. and but it it is at times slightly exhausting to like go through stuff and be like, okay, I like for that for that moment of that acute moment of reading a post where someone's telling me my wife's crazy and I'm like, huh? Like and I have to like think about it for a second and be like, my wife's crazy. Is my wife crazy? Yeah. No, this person's crazy. Like, yeah. and then you move on. So, but, but, but beyond that, it's, it's like, I, the only reason, actually the only reason I keep doing it is because, is because of the positive feedback I get. I get, I like what Jason said, like what mm -hmm. he just said there of like, I inspired, like through some of my very limited posts I do on my house, like he saw it and was like, you know what? I think I can do that. And I, and my boys can go adventure. And like, I think his boys and his life is going to be so much better because of that. And if, if something I did caused that, that's awesome. Like I'm not by no, like he had to have the like cojones to actually go do it. But like, I've had thousands of people tell me that. And, and I, and I yeah. don't, I'm not trying to be inspirational. Like I'm not going sure. out there and being like, it, let me be inspirational. It's like, that's what I, I meant. Sharing it's just my life. You. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's you being out so, there. But, but that's, yeah. Yeah. And that's fascinating to me with like, like, I, I don't get me wrong. I love hearing that. Like I, it, like mm -hmm. selfishly, like there's, there's a huge ego stroking when someone's like, you really inspired me to do something really cool. And I'm like, that's freaking awesome. I, I kind of inspired you, you know? <laughs> um, but, but I think with the father's guild stuff, that's where I find it really, really fun. Mm -hmm. Um, is because yes. like the, the hundreds of comments I've had from fathers being like, Thank you so much for just stating this in a way that I could hear it. And my, my, my relationship with my son is so different these past three weeks because of this thing that I'm trying that you tried too. And I never want to be on that thing being like, you should do this. You should do this. It's more like, here's what I'm trying and here's the, the results. Um, mm -hmm. But, but so I've had literally hundreds of direct messages of fathers just being like, I'm having s such a better time and I'm in the same boat as you. Mm. And so that's been really cool. Bro, that's amazing. And yeah. I have a whiteboard in front of my computer. It's, it's literally, it's, it, I take all my notes on just a little whiteboard and I have all kinds of things to do based on this conversation already. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> slightly shifting gears to the best hour of, of your day um, and your work that you do there. Um, wanted to get your thoughts and opinion, maybe as, as from an affiliate side of things, sure. I feel like this is a giant orbit. Such, so we can always circle back on it in any direction here. But we have the open quarterfinals, semifinals coming up. And I start to think about the gym that I'm going to be doing the open quarterfinals and semifinals at and, you know, inviting athletes to come um, join me during quarterfinals and semifinals. What is, 
what is that like for the affiliate owners, man? And, and what are ways that um, affiliate owners can make the open is something we've traditionally had maybe three nights in a, or three weeks in a row of Friday night lights. I, when I had my gym, we loved it. Mm -hmm. I, well, I loved it. It's so I'm pretty well, sure my you, gym lovers, you just, you, uh, just, you just nailed yeah. it. You just nailed it. What, yeah. what you just said. Yeah. We loved it. I mean, I loved it. You loved it, which made everybody else love it. And I they think saw that's your the reality energy. because yep. it can, it, it can, it can be, it can be detrimental if you're half-heartedly going after it and you're, and you prioritize all the top competitors and you don't help others out and blah, blah, blah. Or it can be incredibly beneficial as a big community draw on your, and like it, 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 it requires yeah. the passion from the person who's running it. And I think that it's, it's a missed opportunity if you don't dig in and just go like, this is a big fun party. Let's just enjoy the heck out of it. And there's, there's, and, and even if you've got, so like, I've always run gyms that had top level competitors and other people. And it was like the other yes. people loved it 10 times more than the top level competitors. And, 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 it, yeah. and the way that you do that is by not necessarily prioritizing those, those top level competitors, but highlighting them and allowing them to support the community and having them come in and judge for normal people and like do these other things after their heats. And like, like to me, that's yep. what the, it, like you can make it so community oriented. So I think it's a thorn in some hmm. people's sides because of the way they view the scenario of like what, what it is and they don't really like it. Hmm. So, yeah. But it can be extremely beneficial to affiliates if they if they buy into the larger process and they they don't be like oh but it's twenty bucks it's like fuck man like wait it, then don't do it's it if you don't bucks. want yeah. to like you don't it's twenty bucks just right. it's totally not mandatory <laughs> yes. like right. like I I just there's right. there's people in life who are just downers and they weird me out but it's like you don't need yeah. to do that it can be really <laughs> really fun and and and. I don't know. Like I, I haven't been into competing like in a long time, like a long time. And I, I love the open. It's just fun. Mm -hmm. Like when you go there, like, and, yeah. and it hurts so bad, like it, cause you so like, bad, just never so gets easy. bad. And it never gets easy, but the whole, like everyone's drinking beers afterwards or they're having the potluck or whatever it is. Yep. And it's like, you, you just, you make a spectacle of it. You don't overdo it. It's not like five days of stuff for every workout. It's like Friday night lights, call it there. If someone wants to redo on Sunday, we'll have coaches at open gym, move on, you know? Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think another big thing that we were talking about on our group calls recently was just like, if you want to be judged, you need to have passed the judges course. So it's like you can't come in expecting to be judged if you are yourself aren't willing to reciprocate mm. that back and forth. Correct. And I think that that's a big yep. culture thing too. Right. Is just make sure that that there's yep. buy-in from both sides. I've heard feedback about this year's judging course already. Actually, that it's much much easier than previous years, which is really? so good. Yeah. Um, yes. oh. Previous years, yeah. You get you, you get stuck in previous years at that like. Uh, 17, 18, How many 19, double unders? Ah, on, I yes. don't even know. Was that, was that, I a, have to watch. You, know, you get stuck on the yep. last one. Double unders um, over and over. And it's over. not, it's easier. So you, I mean, I'm, I'm sure we're still covering the bases, Correct. but it, we're not having that little aggravation at the end. That's what I'm told. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited about that. I did hear, that. uh, on a, maybe another podcast, Boz made some mentions of some refinements to that, I believe. And, and oh, I think from, nice. from some of the feedback that they heard. So kudos to, Yep. HQ for, um, you know, listening to the community I mean, and I, maybe making, but I still have to do I it. Always do, yeah. I always do a judges. If I go through the judges course, I'm going through it with someone else. It's, there's two of us in the room. <laughs> okay. So then we're like double check. Hey, what'd you get? You got nine? I got nine. Let's, let's see. And then, you know, whatever. We do that whole thing. Call, call um, me next week. The other question I have, <laughs> yeah. the other question I have, Pat, you know, this year we have quarterfinals and a little bit longer time frame. We have a Wednesday through a Sunday night for quarterfinals. 25% of athletes get to go into quarterfinals. Individuals and uh, age groups all go together at the same time for quarterfinals. This is the first time we've had any opportunity like this from an affiliate standpoint. Um, what, is, what is some advice? What's some, what, are, what are your thoughts or action items around that? Um, again, historically, it's been like, Individual quarterfinals one weekend, team and adapt or, or team and masters another weekend, whatever. It's, it's been three or four weekends of of that. Now it's one weekend. So consolidated, yeah. but it's still kind of a big thorn in the side or opportunity. But how how can affiliates do their best with that for the overall community and for those top level competitors? What's some advice there? 
I think the, the biggest thing is make sure business as normal is still happening, right? So like you're not drastically changing anyone's life, but then you on top of that have this extra opportunity for a big community gathering and just yeah. make it kind of special. And the fact that it is a single weekend yeah. makes it a lot easier to do so. Um, so I think it's kind of a yeah. best of all worlds for that sort of deal. There might be a, a big of a, a bit of a headache in the sense that there's some logistical stuff with making it all yeah. happen. But yeah. in all honesty, those are not going to be the hugest numbers of people at those at those right. uh, on that way. It's not going to be like everyone from your gym goes and does it. It's going to be like a very select few because 25 percent. Yeah, yeah, that's a, a lot, but it's not. It, it's not going to be 25% of everyone's gym. It's going to be no, like, it's going to be 25% of everyone's gym. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not the noon class moms, right? No. And, which is, which is one of the best classes. Um, but okay. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I think that's, I'm excited that it's all together. Like, yeah, it's not segmented anymore. So all together, I think it's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. Um, I'm obviously excited for the season, which is coming super fast. Yeah. You're going to win um, again or what? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do my best. I'm gonna do my best. I'm getting old. I'm like, getting old at, in my he's category. He's at the upper end of the age category now. Okay, yeah. so what 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 age category are you in again? I'm 45 to 49, and I'm 48 this year, 49 next year, and then I bump up to 50, which is like a a life reset. It's awesome. Mm. I mean, mm. the best yeah. part of being a masters athlete, bro, is when you hit these thresholds, you age up. Like yeah. you upgrade. Like I I can't wait to be 50. Yeah. I mean, you're almost 40. You're, you're getting close on 40 here, man. I am. That's it's a, the opportunity. It's, the, it's time. But the, here's the deal is I was just thinking about this before we hopped on. Like, I don't have any desire to compete anymore. Like, I, I, uh, I did what I wanted to do. You know, like, my whole life was yes. competition. Like, my whole – I know your story is a little different. Yeah. You know, like, where you've come from. And, like, this, yeah. is, this is your, like this – is, this is you doing you. Like, this is amazing. And I love, I love your story. And I think that – but but my story is like I I did my thing like I I did it young like I I won yeah. workouts at the CrossFit Games yeah. I I placed as high as fourth as high as seventh on like on ESPN like I've done these things and I'm like I don't really yeah. care I don't I don't need to like <laughs> my focus is so different the like with totally. my life I've I've got you know I've got four sons one's a one year old and the oldest is a ten year old and I'm like once they leave yeah. maybe. Like maybe I'll devote that time, but right. I, I get my competitive nature out in, um, I play a lot of volleyball, like a lot of beach volleyball. So I, I, I go and play in the CBVA, which is the California Beach Volleyball Association. I try to get ranked there and I try to get better. And it's, you know, granted I'm only five, seven, so it's not the greatest sport for me to have attacked, but, um, CrossFit's a little bit more ideal for someone of my stature. Yeah. Um, but, but, but just the, the thing with CrossFit is, is for me, I got so good, like so good that there was no fun in the actual act of CrossFitting anymore. Like, because exactly. I wasn't trying to improve my efficiency in a snatch or a clean or a jerk or a muscle up. Like I was one of the best in the world at moving. Like I was very efficient. So I was not learning anymore. There was nothing new. Like the funnest part for me would have been like obstacle courses or blah, blah, blah. Like the only way for me to be better on the top level was to hurt more, to spend more time in pain, to spend more time yeah. really turning the thumb screws and getting the capacity that these guys like Rich and Matt have. Um, so yeah. that, that game is no longer or ha wasn't fun for me for the last, I'd say nine years, eight years. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But but as I age, I am getting less proficient at my movement because I'm not practicing it as much. So I could see there'd be a time where I would like come back in and be like, oh, I've got all these skills that I need to get back Refine. and like, and would, would come back and that would be fun again because, and I, I, I might right. sound arrogant as I say this, but I just, I was too good at moving. And so the only thing I could get better at was pain and I didn't want, I, I was done. Yes. I was done being in pain. Yeah. <laughs> Why hurt? More. I can understand right. that. I, I actually, I, I can relate to that, and I can understand that. I, I've got proficiency in in most things, not all of them, but it is like how much pain am I? Do I want to do? And I'm still, right. I'm still happy with the pain. I'm still happy. Great. Well, and the rewards, the feedback loop is good. I'm, I'm yeah. all in. But the magic great. about being a masters athlete is that you, your runway is long, man. You've got totally the next thirty years as I an know. opportunity if you want. Right. 
I know, uh, then, but you I, have, take, but you still you you still train, you still train, still you train. still work oh, out at home. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. and see, so, so that's something where Jason and I didn't start out doing this as young as you did, and didn't have that success early on. And so this this time frame, given where we are in life with our families and and work obligations, has allowed us to kind of craft um, a competitive uh, uh, track now that we didn't have. Yeah. Yeah. Back then. And so, yeah, you know, that that's, you know, flipping it, flipping it around, you're taking time, you're doing what, what, what you want to do, what makes you feel right and what you have time to do. But as Jason said, yeah. don't, don't give that up if you don't want to. Oh, I won't. <laughs> I, I, I won't give, I won't give it up completely. Like, and, I, I, like, that's the thing is like, no. what's fascinating is how much of this stuff stays. Like I'll have mm -hmm. years where I'm doing like two workouts a week. Right. Um, I mean, I'm still active and doing other stuff, but like, I'll go into gyms and still be fitter than everyone. And I'm like, <laughs> like I've spent like six years, seven years, like barely training. Um, and it's just, it's just like, you know, it's, it's really powerful stuff. And like the, the capacity that we get yeah. to, and when we get there, it's, it's really hard for it to just disappear. Um, so I, I'm yeah. a. I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not against like going back. What I, what, I, what I will tell you, I really do enjoy Jason is I really enjoy traveling and dropping into gyms and people have yes. no idea who I am. Like literally See? no idea, which no. is great. Oh like, my gosh. Like, but I, but I love it. Like, because I can just be me. Like I can come in and I can mm -hmm. chat with them and they're yeah. like, have you done CrossFit before? I'm like, yeah, a little, I've done some in the past. Yes. And, yes. and, <laughs> and, and then, and then we like, we will do a session and we'll lift and they're like, you move pretty well. I'm like, yeah, I've, I've done it for a few years. And it's just, it's just fun, man. Like I, I love Dude. the community and the, yeah. it's, it feels like undercover well, boss or something. Well, like that, yeah, you know? I was going to say it is the, the way that the community has changed. And now there's just such a longevity from really when it was introduced to, to where we are now, it, it there, it's a very small subset of folks that have an idea of who you are or yeah. where you came from or the origin yeah. of it. So play that game, I guess, as long as you can. That's a, I love it. I love it. It's to, so fun that I, 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 I I was in uh I was in South Dakota or something like a year and a half ago and it was it, it was after the games headed back to Colorado and I I worked out in Sioux Falls wherever that's at is that Iowa Sioux, Sioux Falls, Falls Iowa so I went to South a gym Dakota. I did I <laughs> South Dakota yeah I don't yeah. even know it was just, there's so many so many places we visited <laughs> and I went I did a workout with class and it was really fun ball balls and handstand walks and I was like ah they're giving me a layup here and they like I just went in undercover it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I went back the next day because I wanted to do another class. It was a great gym. And like four guys came up and like, okay, so like we know who you are now. But isn't it fun? Up. Like we know. But isn't it fun? Because so like fun. that first day yes. they're like, what the hell? Like what What the hell? <laughs> so like, totally. like it's, it's just. Where does Christianity you know, come from? What is, what is this I, guy? I, 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 um, what I like too is like my, my strength to weight ratio is a pretty funny one. Cause I'm, I'm a small guy, but I've always had good strength. Yeah. Like that's like you said, like I, I even younger, I, it was just something I was good at. Yeah. So like I'll go in and even though I haven't lifted in a long time, uh, like I'll drop into a gym and you know, for some reason the strongest dude never has a partner and though, and I'll always be like, Hey, I'll pair up with you, <laughs> and, you know, for like sure. these lifting sessions. And they're like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, yeah no worries. I like, I'll stay light though. And then he's like, well, I'm going up to this. Well, yeah, I'll go up to that too. You know? And then they're like, but I thought you said you're staying light. I'm like, well, it's, it's light relative, you know, like, and so it's, <laughs> totally. it's so fun. Oh. It's the best. It's the best. Let me, uh, um, well, we, we, Oh, go ahead. Go well, ahead, I was going to say, okay. I, okay. I'll go. Um, <laughs> this is how we go. I'll take it. Um, and then we'll just maybe two more questions, uh, Pat, and then sure. your time is sensitive. We want to let you go. I wanted to ask you about, um, you, as you're being an example for your boys um, on the fitness side of things, what are, what are some things that you do, you know, do your boys, your older boys, not your one-year-old, um, do they CrossFit? Do they train? Do they, I know they surf, I know they swim and surf, right? I don't know. Yeah. But what do you do to, to keep them very active if you yeah. do that? Or do they just do fun things themselves? Yeah. I mean, so I, I never wanted them to be like, you got to come and do these things for me. You know, like it, it's more just, we do it and we live it and then they emulate it. Right. Mm -hmm, um, yeah. so we'll, yeah. we just kick them outside and they're outside for like 10, 11 hours a day. So like they're, they don't get to come inside. Like they're like, I'm bored. I'm like, yeah, good. You know, find a, find a tree, climb yeah, it. Fun. And so like, 
that's that's <laughs> a lot of how they live. But as far as the working out goes, mm. like we, my wife and I try to work out like once a day. And oftentimes they'll come into the gym and train with us. And on the rare occasion when I feel like they're being yeah. turds, I'll be like, hey, the two older ones, I'm like, you're coming in, you're training. And they, they get way into it. But, you know, by no means yeah. is it something that I <laughs> – uh, think that they have to do. Uh, they play sport, they swim, they, they're very active and uh, the, they definitely, some enjoy it more and some enjoy it less. In fact, the one-year-old, he's in here all the time. So like well, the one-year-old yeah, and the three-year-old great. throw down a lot. So it's great. They like that. Nice. Um, I was going to say, rewind it back here a little bit on that uh, undercover boss uh, idea. But since you have so much, uh, so many, um, I should say so much experience going back to Aromas or uh, Carson. Um, what were some of your, your best memories from those early years? Because you were living it and in it then. And did you ever think it would turn into, you know, the media spectacle that it is now? I mean, no. you're two out at the no, ranch, I mean, you know, yeah, no. just, you, you never, I mean, but it always, it always felt big though. You know, it always felt yeah. bigger than it should when be. You were in like it. every year I was, yeah, when you're in it, you were like, whoa, look at all these people here. This is amazing. And then the next year, you're like, look at all these people here. And then the next year, you're like, there's like 10 times the amount of people here. And it's like, so it, it always felt well, huge. That's what we Dave said. It. We need to move this. <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and, and uh, I think some of my favorite memories were were just like, in terms of competition, I would say my I have a, a, a number, like a handful of moments, but... There's just been, I'm a good finisher. Like I, I know how to play a game throughout a workout and then like finish really strong in the workout. And I've had a few large finishes that were like momentous. The, you know, ones where I would just end a workout and beat like the entire competition and was just like, oh yeah, you know, that was unexpected. Huh. I, I had, I had one of those at, uh, I had two of those in the 2000. Uh, 11 games in Carson, Carson. Uh, one where I beat Chris Spieler in this sled push workout that he was just hosing me on. And then at the very last minute, I pushed my sled past him and beat him. Was and that where he was, was the... pushing with his head, with his forehead? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. He was pushing yeah. with his forehead and, 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 I, and I was on the, yeah. I was, yep. And I was on the far lane and I came in and was like, Doosh! and grabbed it and just pushed it past him and hit the wall and was like, <laughs> like, and so that was, that was one that I loved. Uh, and then the other one, uh, that same year, that year I had a lot of finishes like that. I had one I, at the regionals. I had, a, I was doing Amanda okay. versus, uh, no, yeah, it was Amanda versus, uh, this other top competitor there. And we were going rep for rep and he was ahead of me just slightly going into the final set of snatches and he's snatching and he's going and he tries to touch and go one and I watch him miss and I was like, oh, the door is and open. I just Here made mine. Yeah. yeah, and I just took it and just ran with it and then just stepped across and was like, woo like I just beat him. So that <laughs> one was really fun. And then I think the all-time favorite was uh, the, I did one where I pulled the sled across the stadium. Mm -hmm. And that was it was the end of that chipper that was three separate workouts. Sure. But they were all the same workout and it's how far you could go through and different time frames. And I had uh, I made it all the way through and I was like almost – I was second getting to the sled and Jason Kalipa had got there way earlier, but the way the sled worked is the sled was across the entire tennis stadium yep. and it was really heavy and it was on a rope. And when you initially pulled it, all it did was take tension out of the rope. So your initial like pulls, like you got it there and you try to pull and it would move like four inches. Yeah. Like it wasn't moving cause it was just stretching the rope. And so, so we would like lean up and then fall over and then lean up and then fall over and the sleds like eat, eat, and it's like barely moving across the floor. You can't break tension. You can't break friction. Right. So I was doing that and I was falling over and Jason was halfway across the stadium already. And I'm sitting there just hemorrhaging after this gnarly workout. And on one of my falls, I like went hand over hand for a second. And as I was falling, it broke tension and it, it came like two, two pulls. And I was like, oh, and I like stood up Ooh, and I fell, yeah, I, and I fell yeah. over and as I was falling, I pulled myself upright and then just started going and it would, the whole thing was moving and you're watching Jason, who's like twice my yes. size yeah. fall over and he's like looking over at me <laughs> and I'm just going hand over hand on this sled <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, just don't stop, dude, just don't stop. And the whole crowd, like 9,000 people just start like raising up because they see me starting to pass Jason. I Catch felt the whole slow. energy in the yep. room. Yeah. And I just pass him and I just pass Jason and he's just sitting there. And then I just pulled it across the thing and put my hands up. And it was like that moment was <laughs> easily the best feeling because I yep. watched 
like 9,000 people were just like, dude, that was awesome. And I, I felt it was awesome. So I, the, I had some very fond memories. I, I think I, uh, the, the tape on the floor would come, come up and get stuck too, or something yeah, like that. It's so much. Sled, that, again, think of how, how just... much it's changed. Uh, yeah. Gotta love the way they, they so put much. together an event that, that was a yep. good, uh, good memories. And then, um, not having, I, I'd like to hear the debate um, when you have somebody that's competed at Carson versus Madison and say tennis stadium versus the Coliseum. But you, the the ones who competed out there in Carson, I think will to a person, to a male and a female, always say tennis stadium was electric. Well, tennis stadium was cool because it, it, it had that like outside feel. Yeah. It was like under the lights sort of feel. Whereas the, anytime yeah. you're working out in a stadium, like an indoor stadium, it's cool, but it, it, it just, it it's doesn't feel the same. same. Yeah. Like there's, yeah, it's like, yeah. especially in the, the LA, it was, it was always really hot during the day. And then at night it would cool off and you'd get this like under the lights sort of deal. It, it, it had a really magical yeah. vibe to it, you know? So I don't know. I, I, I never did the, in I've, competed in coliseums and mm -hmm. i always felt it felt hollow um but i've never done the one in madison i'm sure it's very fun in madison but too still. I, I, i've watched but it but i never competed tennis has a weird tennis stadiums have a weird viewing angle so it's, it's much more vertical as well yeah. so right. they are really on top of you there which is right uh it's just amazing amazing so i was able, yeah. to, I was um, able to travel yeah, out there who knows maybe the masters games will be there in 10 years we'll take it we'll take it <laughs> um Thank you. Well, Pat, did you see that? Did, dude, wait, did you see that they're you. doing the okay. tennis stadium? They're, they're doing the, uh, the, the West Coast Classic at the Home right. Depot Tennis Stadium? Yes. I did see yes. that. That is awesome. That is I really thought, fun. I thought it was cool, too. I was like, I'll come out of retirement for that. <laughs> I thought you might. Yeah, I was going to ask. Like, I'll, go, I'll go watch that. <laughs> there's a few things that will bring you out. And yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, dude, thank you so much for coming on, for your time. Um, you know, you're, we're... I think Rick and I are both big fans of you and excited to see where you continue to go in your long career in this, <laughs> in this world of CrossFit, dude. So uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks for everything you share online, man. And um, we appreciate you. Of course. Thank you guys All for right. having me on. And genuinely, I, I'm, I'm stoked with how far you guys have come. So good job. Thanks for tuning in to the Masters in Motion podcast. We'd be so grateful if you could take a moment to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast app. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. Your support helps us reach more listeners and grow our Masters community. Until next time, get bolder, not older.